0: Hello and welcome, everyone, to this week's edition of the Library Girl and Book Boy podcast. Today, I am talking to illustrator and author Michael Alfati about his work with Ali Winter on the brilliant *Peace and Me* book from Lantana Press, and I have some more reviews from our pupil librarians at Stenning Siri Primary School. Enjoy! Just before you get listening, I want to apologise if the recording goes a bit glitchy in parts, but Mikael was in France at the time of recording and the phone signal wasn't fantastic. I have edited as best I can though, so hopefully you will enjoy listening to what he has to say. Right, hello everyone. Today I am talking to illustrator Mikael El-Fati. Hello there, can you hear me okay?
1: Hi Joe. how are you doing?
0: I'm good, thank you, for talking to me this evening. And I was just wondering if you could start by telling us about the book you illustrated um, by Ali Winter, Peace and Me.
1: Yeah, so Peace and Me is a a children's book about um, uh, Nobel Peace Prize laureates. Um, So there are actually 12 Nobel Peace Prize laureates in this and uh, the idea is to uh, be inspired by their, by their lives.
0: Uh, I've read it and it's a brilliant book. Each person has like a, a double page about them, doesn't it? Yep,
1: yeah, exactly. So I um, winter tried to uh, focus on different things, um, what they actually did for peace, but also how they ended it,
0: yeah, no, it's brilliant. It's just the right amount of information, not too much. So I was just wondering if you could tell us about the process you went through when you were designing the layouts for the book?
1: Yes, yeah, so um, the the hard thing at the beginning was to uh, choose all the Nobel Peace Prize laureates for this book, because there are many, actually. Um, and uh, so we first uh, tried to focus on the on the one who were not controversial at all, Um, because there are actually a lot of um, controversial uh, Nobel Peace Prize laureates, uh, people who have done sometimes not very great stuff after they won the the prize. So,
0: You were just telling us um, how it was important to choose laureates who um, hadn't been controversial after their award.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because, um, we, um, uh, we found that uh, actually many, uh, Nobel Peace Prize laureates, uh, didn't do a great job after, uh, they earned their, uh, their prize. So we wanted to be 100% sure that the one we, we chose were absolutely perfect. So, and, um, the other thing is we try to find, uh, Nobel Peace Prize laureates from different parts of the world um so that everybody could um uh could feel like uh, uh like the, the the book is close to them i don't know if you understand me yes um and another thing is uh, uh peace is uh, a concept with different aspects and uh, we wanted to uh, to show all those uh, different aspects um, so we wanted to show the different aspects of uh, of peace, which means um, having enough food, uh, have a, some education, for example for girls. Um, um, peace can mean also uh, to respect environment. Peace can be uh, having identity papers, etc. So we wanted to show all of those um, all of those different aspects.
0: Mm-hmm. Is
1: there one person in particular that you identified with the most? Uh, well, I really love Rich Duff Nansen mm-hmm. um, <laughs> who is uh, uh, who was actually uh, one of the most famous adventurers in his time and uh, he wasn't only an adventurer but also he decided to work for during the second war uh, the world war uh, all the people. Uh, who were prisoners in a very far countries and to bring them back home. And he also created the Nansen passport um, for all the refugees who didn't have any um, identity papers. So I like the fact that he was um, an adventurer and also a, a political man.
0: Yeah, he was very interesting. And um, the illustrations that you've done are beautiful. Could you tell us a bit Thank about you. the techniques that you use to create them? Yeah,
1: actually, uh, I work uh, on my computer and it's um, a kind of patchwork of uh, different fabrics. But the thing is, I decided to to use only fabrics from the, the country um, the Nobel Peace Prize laureates came from. Uh, which means, for example, uh, when I work on um, uh, Malala, for example, Malala Yousafzai, um, I used uh, Pakistan uh, fabrics, and uh, I got and I draw on my computer with those fabrics. Same for Wangari Maathai from Kenya. I used uh, fabrics from Kenya. Um, so all the books work like this.
0: It's very clever. So, do you scan them into your computer and then build the images that way?
1: Actually, I, I take pictures of fabrics, or I um, I find picture, and then uh, on my computer I can, like uh, on Photoshop or a, a, any other soft, I can uh, cut and draw inside. See what I mean?
0: Yes, it's it's so clever what you can do now, isn't it, with a computer?
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't always use this uh, technique, Uh, sometimes I work only um, uh, with uh, pastels or painting, but uh, sometimes I like to use a computer for things I couldn't do without any computer.
0: I see, yes, I see what you mean.
1: Yeah, I'm not going, for example, to to paint Uh, a Pakistan uh, carpet (laughs) for hours and hours it (laughs) it would be almost impossible so yeah computers uh, um, allow this and that's great
0: I think the mix of um, textures and things you get into the the pictures works so well and you're right it would take you ages to actually sit there and have to hand draw the details
1: yeah and there is a lot of um, researching um, work on this book, because, uh, it takes very long time to find all those amazing uh, fabrics from all over the world. And so this is the, the, the great part of the job.
0: Yes, putting it all together and making it look amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yes. Thank you. Um, so I noticed <laughs> on Twitter recently that you were doing some school events for Empathy Day.
1: Yeah, and uh, that was very funny. Yeah,
0: I bet. Uh, how did you find that? And what were you talking about?
1: Uh, so um, it was actually organized by uh, the Empathy Lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I had to go in, in the school and uh, talk about uh, empathy um, with all the kids who had, before uh, before I came, made a lot of work uh, about that. So actually, the, 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 they knew as many things as I did <laughs> about empathy. Mm. <laughs> so that was very impressive No, And um, yeah, all the school worked on these um, with many projects. Um, so that was very interesting actually. And the kids uh, were quite funny and, uh, and very enthusiastic about, about drawing, about uh, talking with me. They had a lot of questions. So that was very interesting.
0: And was it primary school or secondary schools?
1: Uh, yeah, primary.
0: Okay, I think, I think sometimes actually it's lovely for children that age to meet real illustrators and authors and know that actually it's a proper job, it's something that you can do.
1: Uh, I do it a lot in France actually, um, maybe uh, around 30 workshops uh, every year so uh, yeah, I worked a lot um, with kids. I like actually going to uh, going to schools in different parts of France and uh, and meet all those all those kids uh, from uh, the age of um, four, sometimes three, uh, till the age of uh, fifteen. Wow. <laughs> okay. But it's true. It's a very different job uh, than illustrator or author. It's a, it's another job.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. You never quite know what children are going to ask you, do you?
1: No. <laughs> <I> never... <laughs> they usually have very funny questions.
0: Yeah, I I have been. I'm I'm a teacher, and I've been. Asked, oh, had authors come in to visit, and okay. the questions they ask. You do just wonder where they thought of them from
1: <laughs> yeah. and sometimes it really doesn't deal with them um, with our job sometimes it's like no. uh, what's the name of your partner or <laughs> how what old are you best. <laughs> yeah uh, excuse me
0: what yeah, yeah. no they will ask you anything <laughs> you mentioned that empathy the empathy lab set up um the talks as part of their whole empathy week celebrations, they have mm-hmm. they really, and the whole focus of um, empathy love and empathy day is looking at how books can help develop um, empathy in their in their readers. So, what kind of role do you think that books and stories can play in helping develop empathy in in children and in adults?
1: Uh, actually, um, when I came to to London, uh, there was a meeting at the end. Um, with all the empathy lab and the people um, uh, involved in this, and there were uh, uh, there was a researcher, a, a researcher, I don't know how you call it, yep. um, who tried to make the link between um, between empathy and uh, and how we can see it, uh, in a scientist way, mm-hmm. and I really learned a lot about that. So. Um, yeah that was very interesting to understand that actually reading a book uh can involve a lot of different things um on the brain or um yeah in the way a children can act so yeah for me it was really interesting and i I would love it to uh i would love if um i don't know a, a, an event like this one would exist in France, I would be very happy.
0: Maybe you should try and, you know, suggest they develop it that way and then you can be involved in doing all the promotional stuff over in France.
1: Yeah, I thought about that.
0: Good.
1: Why <laughs> the, not? The thing is I'm the less organized guy in the world.
0: <laughs> well, I think you could give them the idea.
1: Yeah, but, but I, actually them. I've already told about that with um, different people to try to, you know, to, to find the, 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 the correct um Uh, people, yeah, sometimes uh, some people have uh, very good skills for that. And, um, yeah, you just have to find them. But I love it. Mm.
0: I think it's so important. I think particularly in the age we're in now where there's so much um, disagreement and turmoil and judgment of people. I think that actually we need to be getting to children and helping them broaden their Thinking and just be a bit more empathetic and think about things from other people's points of view.
1: I absolutely. I, I really think that uh, it's a training that you have to to train this as a muscle from the from the age, or a very young age, and and train all your life. But even when you know what is empathy and what it can um, bring to you. It's always hard to, to always be uh, empathetic. So you have to, to train every day, every day. That's really not easy, but very interesting. And um now that I've met this book about empathy and peace, and now that I've um uh seen this uh, this meeting with this searcher um and everything, um no I, I think I, I will not uh, write or I will not make books uh in the same way now I think i will I will think more about how empathetic can be this book and how uh it can help children actually to be more empathetic
0: well, that's fantastic so do you do you write your own books as well as illustrate other people's books?
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh, actually, I do both, uh, and sometimes I illustrate p- um, other people, uh, other author uh, books, and sometimes it's the opposite. I sometimes um, write stories and uh, find a, another illustration, uh, another, another illustrator. Ah. Uh, to yeah, because sometimes I think I'm like I'm not the right person to to illustrate it. Right. And, uh, and also I like to be surprised. So when I write a story, sometimes I'd like to, I like to not to know what I'm going to see. So that's a great experience too. And by now I've never been disappointed by all the, uh, all the illustrators I've worked with. So,
0: Do you find it difficult letting another illustrator?
1: Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, the thing is, when I illustrate a book, I I like to be very free. Mm-hmm. So when I work with an illustrator, well, he can do whatever he wants. I don't say anything like, during all the um, all the process. I don't say anything. You has like white card. You have this expression too.
0: Yes, I'm crap blanche.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I I think it's easy yeah to to work with, a, with an illustrator but um that's the way I work I know that some authors uh, some authors they like to to be more involved in um in this process but I like to to discover all the illustrations at the end at the end of this process and uh, and be surprised mm-hmm. so yeah different way of um, <laughs> Different way of working.
0: Yeah. Um. So talking of um illustrating and working on books, I know. I think I know that you have another book out um, with Lantana and with mm-hmm. Ali um next year called Science and Me. Is that correct?
1: Science and Me. Yeah. How do you know that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: the power of Google. Excuse me. Googled you, and then it <laughs> popped up Science and Me, and I thought, oh, that's exciting.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm very happy uh, I, I I could work again with uh with Alimiter and Lantana. Mm-hmm. And um so yeah it's it's the same uh, concept as uh, peace and me, but with um uh with scientists and uh very different kind of scientists. Um because because there are different kind of uh, actually um, uh, Nobel Prize or, of scientists, Nobel Prize,
0: yeah. uh,
1: medicine, physics, chemistry, etc. So
0: it's about um, Nobel Science Prize winners rather than the Peace Prize winners.
1: Yeah, exactly. So okay. that will be twelve um, scientists. The uh, Peace uh, Nobel Prize laureates, It's very hard to say this in English. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Um, and uh, I I hope that will be interesting and uh, I tried to well for me it was very interesting because I had to discover a lot of people I really didn't know anything about Mm. so yeah that was interesting and uh, for Ali Winter that was not that easy to make it um, child friendly
0: yeah
1: So, but she succeeded so.
0: well I'm very excited to see it and
1: have
0: <laughs> you done is it have you illustrated it is it fully illustrated and finished or are you still in the process of doing the artwork to go with it
1: yes it is like 95% finished maybe the, there will be a, some uh, adjustment but I, yeah it's it's uh, already finished let's say
0: and have <laughs> you done the illustration in the same way, by um, using the computer and scanning. <clears throat> have you worked slightly differently on
1: that one? No, no, I uh, I worked on the same way. We wanted the, the two books to be... Um, um, <laughs> how do you say that? Uh, like to work together?
0: Yeah, and to um, have the same series. They're very similar in style.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We didn't want to change everything no. uh, so that the reader could see. You know, okay, that's the same uh, concept. Um so yeah, I, I use the same techniques, um, but sometimes um, a bit less um exotic patterns, let's say.
0: Mm. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Mm.
0: And can you can you give us any other clues about it or are you not allowed to say too much
1: at the moment <laughs> I don't actually know what I'm allowed to say or not um, <laughs> but maybe it's better to discover it um, by yourself but the thing is I think that will be interesting um, because you know in science you have so many amazing discoveries mm. and those ones um, the interesting thing is that they are linked with a um, other um, events, for example. Wow. Um, so, for example, we're going to talk about the Titanic, um, things like that, and you could say, well, I don't see the link with the science, but actually there is. So, yeah, Ali Winter tried to, as in the in the first book, uh, tries to focus on different aspects of uh, the, the laureate's life. Mm. So... Yeah, that will be interesting. Oh, I'm
0: looking forward to reading that now. I'm very excited. <laughs> and is there anything else that you're working on at the moment that you can tell us about?
1: Uh, I work on many projects I've, at the moment. Um, a comic book, oh. um, two children books. Uh, I can uh, say a bit uh, about that. Actually, I like sometimes to work on subjects I don't like. For example, um, everybody were talking to me, were telling about um, uh, unicorns.
0: Yeah. And, unicorn. uh, you,
1: yeah, unicorns. And I, I don't like unicorns, so I decided to to make a book about that, and um, and I ended up liking unicorns, like everybody. Amazing.
0: <laughs> well done.
1: Yeah, I'm happy about that.
0: That's and, it.
1: Uh, is mm? it
0: in France or is it being published in England as well?
1: No, that will be in france um and uh, I won't be the illustrator this one for this one mm, okay and I also uh wrote a novel um, about uh, the first people who discovered america uh thousands and thousands of years ago.
0: Wow. Is that for yeah. adults or for children?
1: No, that's for everyone.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's a very long project, something like three years. So I'm very happy that um, it's now over. And uh, I really enjoyed uh, working on this. I'm actually fascinated by, um, how do you call that? Prehistory?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, all those Different questions about um, what we were, uh, who we were, uh, how we changed. Uh, I'm very interested in in those questions.
0: Yes, because we we'll never really know for sure, will we? Because there's no record or evidence.
1: No, we don't know anything. Actually, all the people who work on this. There are, for me, they are like novelists. They have just two or three bones and uh, a DNA um, analysis. And they they can write stories about that. They can really, well, uh, sometimes they're wrong. (laughs) Most Most. of the time, most (laughs) of the time they're wrong. Um, Because they they see the past uh, in the same way they they leave the the present. Um, Yeah, is it correct in English?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, So, yeah, I think that's very interesting, all those questions about the past.
0: Yeah, so you're really busy then.
1: Yeah, and I have two very young daughters.
0: (laughs) How old are they? Uh,
1: Two years and a half and uh, nine months.
0: Oh, so teeny tiny, my goodness.
1: Yeah, and they don't sleep at night.
0: Yeah, (laughs) they're sleeping fine, so that's good. (laughs) Ah, you're
1: (laughs) You're lucky. lucky.
0: (laughs) It gets better. It does. Um, anyway. Right. Well, if you're short of sleep, I better let you go. And I have come to the end, um. <laughs> so you might get to sneak in a quick, a quick nap before you're woken up in the middle of the night.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> um, but thank you so much for um taking the time out to talk to me. It was really interesting, and I'm very excited to see um science and me when that is finally out next year. It sounds brilliant. So thank you. For- <laughs>
1: Well, thank you very much. I was very happy to uh, to answer your questions. No,
0: it was great. Thank you. Well, have a lovely um, rest of your evening and I'm going to say goodbye.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. Bye-bye. And now let's hear what the pupil reviewers from Stenning CV Primary have to say about a couple of the books they've been enjoying recently.
2: My name is Haydee and I am a Year 5 pupil librarian at Stenning Primary School. The book I am reviewing is The The Mega Magic Hair Swap, written by Rochelle Humes and illustrated by Rachel Susan. This book is about two girls, May and Rose, who really want each other's hair because they don't like their own hair. They find a magic coconut which lets them switch hair. This idea was my favourite part of the book. This is a magical book with a very important message, to be happy with who you are. It reminds me of the Dr. Zeus poem, Today you are you that is truer than true, there is no one alive that is youer than you. My favourite character is the coconut because it is really sweet and really cute. I love the fun style of the illustrations. I don't normally read picture books but I really like this one, it was great. This book is aimed at five six or seven-year-olds. Out of five stars, I would rate this book four out of five. My name is Josie and I'm a year five pupil librarian at Studding CAB Primary. The book I'm reviewing is Bee boy The Curse of the Vampire Mites by Tony Dessaults. Bee boy is an amazing book for all ages and and is hilarious. It is all about a boy who really cares for the bees of Britain and starts a bee club at his school. They keep bees at a teacher's house, and they get scared when the bee master comes for a fear of vampire mites. Bee boy has a very surprising and unexpected ending. I recommend it for seven-year-olds and up. I think boys would like it more than girls, but girls might enjoy it too. If you like comic style and illustrations, then you would love this book. I'd give it four out of five stars.
0: that's all folks if you want to get in touch with me for any further recommendations you can always find me on instagram or twitter as at book superhero 2 you can find me in my library girl and book boy facebook group or you can find me on my blog www.librarygirlandbookboy.wordpress.com If you've enjoyed this week's episode, remember to subscribe so that you don't mix, miss out on the next installment, which will be the lovely Katie and Kevin Sang talking about the newest installment in their Sam Wu series, Sam Wu is not afraid of spiders. He's braver than me. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss out. Talk to you next time. Bye bye.